thankfulness as a team. This is the Worship Team Training Podcast with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, good morning, Worship Teams. Welcome back. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to the Worship Team Training Weekly Show. We're so glad that you're here. And uh, it is fantastic, terrific Tuesday, right before Turkey Day. we got Thanksgiving coming up, and right here we have... Andrew Terrell, Terrell just waiting. He's in the hot seat right now, and we're going to be getting to him in just a second as we're going to be sharing a little bit about tech and your tech teams this week, but also mainly about how to be thankful with what God has given to us in the, in the context of worship, leading worship, leading your tech teams. I met Andy about probably six months ago and had asked him to join us today because our tech teams are important. Serving one another is more important and even greater than that, being thankful. So guys, thanks so much for coming today. We thank you. And if you would, if you're watching by Facebook Live and Periscope, please swipe and invite. Let everybody know what is up. Thanks for that. Also, you listeners on our playback on audio, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spreaker. You guys are great. And if you would, please uh, let us know your questions that you may have for today. You can type those into the comment window at the bottom. And also, of course, if you're logged in as a member at WTTU, you can do the same thing. So let's talk about that real quick. To introduce myself, I'm Brandon Dempsey, follower of Jesus, lead of worshipteamtraining.com ministry and also worship team training university in which you can find us at wttu.co we had a lot of great guests last week we had garrett goodwin we had of course um alex alvia and to finish everything off not only did we have john chisholm and susan fontaine godwin but we also closed up with jenny owens and that was very very special so if you don't have the opportunity if you didn't if you missed it last week you can go back to our facebook page worship team training and you can see it all there Plus, if you want to know more about us, go to worshipteentraining.com and also visit our university site, wttu.co. So welcome, everybody. We do broadcasts like this every Tuesday at 11 a.m., and uh, this is for worship leaders, pastors, singers, musicians, and tech audio crew members. So we're so glad that you guys are here. Giving thanks and worship, what does that mean? As we talk about this week, I posted up for our members and our university yesterday about what it means to be thankful. It's not meaning about being stressed, even though that happens, right, when we're gearing our services and we're getting ready to go. I mean, Andrew's got a lot of stories here that we're going to share. He's going to speak and you know, it's when we when we hear about each other's stories, we realize we have a lot more to be thankful for because it's beyond just the week in and week out daily or weekly services, right? So speaking of weekly, you want to be sure that you catch this. When we come back after the Thanksgiving break next week, we have a jam-packed great week for you. We have a regular Tuesday show at 11 a.m. Mark your calendars for also for November 29th. It's our new Brown Bag Wednesday special. We're going to start having music guests and also I will be teaching music as well, music teaching, on these Wednesdays about once a month. Our first guest, guest is going to be Matt McCoy with Loop Community. That's going to be a lot of fun. Matt's going to come on and show us new tips and tricks about loops and how to integrate that within worship. And that following Thursday, Paul Pastor 
author, speaker, and worship leader is going to be with us to talk about his book, The Listening Day. So you don't want to miss next week. Become a member and you can get all this content free in your membership, plus oodles more and our next coming webinars as well, WTTU.co. So Andrew Terrell, Andrew right here, leads a fantastic ministry. He's been doing ministry for a number of years now, and he hails from Atlanta, and which he has served as tech director over at uh, First Baptist Church Noble, and also he is leading a ministry called DCR Media, in which we're going to find out more about that in just a second. So without further ado, everybody, please welcome Andrew Terrell. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm good. Good, man. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Glad to be here. All right. Awesome. So we're talking this week about being thankful. What does it mean to be thankful? But how do we express that within our media audio teams and most of all worship ministry? Before we get to that, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from and what you're presently doing? So I am from Atlanta. I'm actually from a little town east of Atlanta called Loganville. Cool. Um, I served for about nine years as the media director for Snowville First Baptist. Um, learned a ton just about volunteers and how tech can be just as much a part of worship as any other part. Hmm. Um, I had some great mentors there that really invested in me and helped me grow. Um, I'm very thankful for them and very thankful I still have them in my life today. Um, currently I am, I got a chance to now step from just serving one church to serving a lot of churches. Awesome. Um, some friends of mine started a production company and integration company about 15 years ago, and we've always known each other and done things together. So lately I have been pretty much serving alongside them, helping churches figure out what the best way to move forward in media is. Hmm. Um, not so much from a, we do sales and design and all that fun stuff as well. And the production value of stuff too, but we really want to learn about the church and how they need what they need and how we can help them move forward. It's kind of our passion behind it. It's not just a, it's not just a cool job of, you know, let's hang a screen here. It's more about, okay, do you really need a screen here? Is this better suited other places? That kind of thing. Hmm. Um, still very active in my home church here. Uh, lead the the media team every Sunday morning. Thankful for those guys too. Awesome. So shout out to all of the crew members at your church. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Hopefully they're watching and uh, you never know what they may be saying about you right now on the other side of the screen. So. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but, but I mean, but this is great. So, cause you get to share a lot with us. So can you tell us, you know, what is it like as far as serving in an audio media team? And we do have some um, questions going to be coming up in a second. Uh, what's up all you guys on Facebook live. Thanks so much. Uh, be, as I said before, go ahead and enter, enter your comments or questions into the box. Andrew, what does it mean to be thankful as a media audio team? So as a media audio team to be thankful, mm. like I can mean? tell you what I'm thankful for from a, a leader of that team. Okay. I'm very much thankful that people are willing to, you know, give up their free time to come help something that you're passionate about. Mm. Um, that the church I used to serve at, was a very, and I still serve there some, um, I serve a lot of places now, but they had a a big worship staff, big choir, big orchestra. And 
it was very much a when I first got there, there was a, a slight bit of a disconnect between they used to have a big broadcast ministry. So awesome. there's a little bit of a disconnect between media and praise and worship. Okay. Tell us. So what's the disconnect? Well, it wasn't necessarily a disconnect. It's just volunteers were there to capture sermon and be able to turn it around for TV. Yeah. And it was a smaller pool of volunteers. So over the course of – I was originally hired just as a sound guy, and I kind of grew from there into over the course of time building the ministry and then having another sound guy there so I could oversee the team hmm. and kind of help them make sure they had what they needed to grow. But when you're sitting in a meeting and you're listening to the worship minister's kind of vision for, say, a Christmas production or Easter production, and it's just a great – feeling to know that when you get back to your office after that meeting you get to take the planning center or whatever grid you have for that and yeah. get to pass along that vision from just the worship team to also bringing in the guys behind the scene because those guys frankly they're never seen no one knows where yeah. they are yeah you know unless something goes wrong everybody turns around and looks at the sound guy right but they don't know there's 14 other people standing around doing stuff that's right and those guys just they do that they show up they're faithful they're very much a a behind the scenes part that no one sees and they're fine being a behind the scenes part mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're there saturdays they're there sunday mornings early you know they're happy with a cup of coffee and a and a job well done. They know when the the close of whatever that is, it's a good day. That's their reward. Hmm. Awesome. And, and seeing them do that and seeing that feeling that you kind of helped bring them heart, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, it's something greater beyond yourself, and then you get to share mm-hmm. that with the rest of your ministry. So what, what do you think the disconnect is between, or is there a disconnect between music, worship team, and Audio tech media worship team. There shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason for should, but for some strange reason, that has sort of kind of happened mm-hmm. a little bit in some places. Um, why do you think that I, is? I don't know. I'm not totally sure why, but it can be that some people think that, hey, we're the band, but they don't think. They don't think it's like band, and then you got your 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 pastor, and then you've got you know other people and there's the tech team yeah and the tech team is something in churches that have came around in the past few years it's not something that's been there since the beginning of time so it's a little bit one of the things we work towards it's it's there's no tech team you're all part of the worship ministry right so in it and in some cases it's just because no one really included them it's the whole thing. Hey, let's do this special, but no one ever actually said, "Hey, we probably need to let them know about this kind of thing," so they don't feel included sometimes. Okay. Um, or it's the the sound guys fussing about something with the bass player or whatever, and no one ever took the time to say, "This is kind of why it sounds like this, and this is why we'd like to kind of change it." You know, there's a right. It's like, well, why is he messing with my sound? He's not messing with your sound. He's trying to make you sound better, but at the same time, it's not. It's a communication thing more than anything. Mm-hmm. That 
you just got to make sure that you're open with everybody. Sometimes we get in our little things. It's the band hanging out in the green room and then the tech team's hanging out in the tech booth on Sunday morning and no one's really coming together. Right. I was at a church this past Sunday that the tech team and the band both before the service started went to a separate part of the campus and actually took communion together. Wow. That's cool. It was cool. just incredible. That's cool. Yeah, it That's was just incredible. Cool. Like the sense of and there they sat down, they read a scripture, they broke bread, and then they kind of just walked through Sunday morning all together as one team, not as separate teams. Wow. So why why can't other worship teams do that kind of thing? Is it does it maybe come down to the leader? Does it do you think it comes down to the pastor or what's the I guess who's the the person that can help drive that? Whoever's leading both teams need to just get together and say, hey, let's do this together mm-hmm. and not separately. Mm-hmm. And it's, sometimes it's not even their fault. They just don't realize it. Yeah. Um, it's no one's necessarily fault. that They didn't try it. Hey, we're going to make a division. We're going to make two clubs here. No. It's more they just – no one ever thought about it. Maybe it's been that way for you know 20 years or whatever. Could be. Do you and th- no one's ever thought about it. Do you think that maybe there can be the discontent factor going on between like what you're saying earlier, the sound guy is maybe having some issues with the bass player or the band maybe having issues with the sound engineer thinking, well, they just don't like me. They don't want to turn me down or the media person doesn't like the singers because they're not showing the right words, that kind of thing. Um, how can we help bridge that get that gap to be thankful with each other? It's all in communication. It's it's the it's Sunday morning sound check, and it's it's that time, right? It's that it's not the calm before the storm. It's like the storm's coming, mm. and everybody's in that. You know, hurry up! We got to get it. Everybody wants to do it well. They want to do it right. They don't want it to be bad. But at the same time, in that is where it gets those. The, the tensions to snap come out a little bit more and that's yeah. what you need to not do Yeah, is snap and be open with someone. It's like, you know, if the words aren't getting put up there correctly, you know, the person on the stage said, hey, can we maybe move those a little faster? You know, and here's why kind of thing. It's not just, hey, you're not putting the words up fast enough. It's, hey, we need to know what the next slide is before we're seeing the second slide so we can prepare to sing that right can you maybe at the last you know two or three words go ahead and flip the slide for us yeah kind of thing and it's that kind of there people always want to know why it goes back to that whole thing of your mom tells you don't touch something but she never tells you why right so it's like sometimes we assume they already know why not or why and they don't you know, they're they're just a volunteer. Someone told them, "Hey, click this button every time they hit the end of the words." But no one ever really coached them any farther than that, right? So they may not know that. Hey, I'm supposed to flip it three words in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those kind of tensions, those lack of kind of not communication, yeah, there can lead to the kind of butting heads if you will so then what's the struggle in the butting heads is it maybe does it have to do a skill of tech or does it have to do a skill involving people it's more someone just needs to be aware of those communications between 
everyone, even on stage. Right. It's not just a tech to, um, I mean, I've seen it between a choir and an orchestra. Right. Happen before. Right. It's being open with everybody and keeping everybody in the loop so they feel as a team right. and not as, you know, well, it's the orchestra and it's their time to do the opening and, you know, we just got to sit here and watch them kind of thing. That's true. Very it's, true. It needs to be more of a an open and team. It's not I, it's we kind of thing. Mm-hmm. True. So, so what are some of the things that you do personally when you feel tensed up about like technology issues? I mean, they're unavoidable, like what you said. So mm-hmm. take us through some steps of what you do to help kind of minimize that tension so that you are being the team and you're leading others. From as far as like, you know, a tech problem or just when those tensions yes. kind of start happening. Anything. You got it. Um, part of the reason why I found another sound guy to help, you know, on Sunday morning is so I could step back. I had discovered that my personal like strength is problem solving mm-hmm. and being able to figure those things out. So I pretty much put myself in a spot on Sunday morning to where the team was running the show. And my only job was to put out a fire. Hmm. So that was also my one and only thing that I had to do on Sunday morning, other than make sure the coffee pot was full. Sure. (laughs) Um, So that kept the, you know, person running the slides from, you know, having to go hunt down the pastor's sermon or something like that. So they had their, they, they came in, they sat down and making sure everything was already set up ahead of time right we weren't setting everything up on sunday morning it was already done you know two or three days before as best we could Mm -hmm. you know there's always going to be some sort of a change but when that change happened it was me being the go-between kind of instead of you know someone from the stage going hey we're supposed to have this slide here you know trying to make sure that those fires didn't happen sure or if they happened they were tiny and they were out quick kind of thing sure so then tell us um when you know it's it's easy so easy for us as tech team and audio to fight fires back there but when can those fires actually be controlled where you still have to know what's going on from a logistics standpoint, but how can audio media teams be free where they can actually worship and they can worship during the service? That is a, the way we did it is we recruited as many volunteers as we could find. The goal was to have one person be basically on, on for a Sunday and then off for three. Yeah. Cool. So they could go serve in the parking lot ministry. They could go do whatever else they wanted to and still be a part of the church. Um, we tried it for a while doing like an every service thing, but yeah. we figured out that the, and this is kind of bad to say, but mm-hmm. it's like the first service just kind of sort of dress rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah. But um, having the same team do both services was critical in making sure that there were no distractions for anybody else in the uh, congregation. Sure. Sure. We just, 
But at the same time, we didn't want them on every Sunday because they ultimately they're going to burn out. Whether or not they say they will, they will. Yeah. They're going to, at that point of every Sunday, they're eventually going to burn out. So even though we would have some some team members just show up on Sunday just to say hey and drink a cup of coffee and they go on Sunday school, mm-hmm. they sort of felt like the tech team became their Sunday school class kind of. Right. But at the same time, we wanted to make sure that they were free to go sit with their wife during the service, go to a Sunday school class, you know, not feel like they had to be there every Sunday and not feel like everything revolved around them. Yeah. Not not in the everything revolved around them, but if they weren't there, you know, the PowerPoint wasn't going to happen or whatever. Right, right. So the key is to not make one person or two critical, but to expand that team like you're saying, because then it frees people up to do worship or to attend the Bible study or whatever. There's a lot of churches, however, that don't have that opportunity. And maybe they only have just the one or two people every week because of their church size. What do you say to that? How do you encourage those worship pastors, worship leaders to help them in in those smaller type settings? If they can make, if a worship leader can make a tech team person feel good about that, what they're doing is for a bigger picture than they're just sitting back there, you know, running the words so some, the congregation can sing along. Mm-hmm. If they can know that they're tied into that person that was saved last Sunday, you know, it. they say when someone shows up to visit a church, the decision to stay at that church is made within the first like 45 seconds which is usually the trip between the parking lot yeah. and the sanctuary doors. Yeah, true. So it doesn't – at that point, it doesn't matter what the worship's like. It doesn't matter what the lighting's like. It doesn't matter what the sermon's like. If they have a terrible experience walking through your parking lot, they're not coming back kind true. of thing. True, And if they're doing it every Sunday, they have to have a servant's heart, and then they they need to – Make sure that everybody appreciate. They need to know that people appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the entire congregation, but whether it's a one thing I used to do for those. I had a couple of those volunteers that were just faithful and they just wanted to be there. But about once every so often, I would just send them a note, send them yeah. a Dunkin' Donuts gift card, just something to say, "Hey, thank you for what you're doing. It means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. You help me out. Mm-hmm. You know." I had one volunteer that would show up before sometimes before I would get to the church and just yeah. go ahead and turn things on. Yeah. Right. Or go ahead and start the coffee pot. Right. Or just things like that. They they were a servant themselves and they wanted to serve and it made them feel good to serve. But if they don't know that people appreciate that, then they don't feel good about it. But that's but that's probably because it's a reflection of you. I mean, as far as the reason why your guys would turn the power on or make sure everything is working, coffee included, whatever, it's because you're exhibiting that leadership that's encouraging them to do the same in turn. They, there's, I think it was John Maxwell that said, "The your people are only as good as their leader." True. So. True. And I am one of those people who I don't want to be seen. I don't want like I don't like birthday parties. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, I'm fine. Just just let's go. Yeah, just give me a big cookie cake and I'm fine. <laughs> you know. So I don't. 
but at the same time, it does make when someone says thank you, it does it does say something to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it says I appreciate what you're doing, thank you, and I do care that you're doing what you're doing, and it means a lot. Right. It's not just going by the wayside. Even if it's a simple passing in the hall and you say thank you, I notice you did whatever. You know, that person it's it's not that you're, you know, hey, this guy he did all this stuff and he's Mr. Super Servant or whatever. Um it's just a way of saying thank you and to make sure that you noticed what they did and you tell them that you appreciated it and it helped you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So how can, that's the struggle that we're in. Um, what can, what do you encourage for worship teams to help them be seen as a unified ministry without just being tech, without just being music only, but to they're together as one giving thanks to God. It goes kind of back to that whole leader thing. Whoever's leading the two are going to have to get together at some point and say, let's do this together. Whatever they're doing needs to be done together. So most choirs will have some sort of a devotional before or some point in time during practice. Let's invite the tech team to come along. Or maybe it's the prayer before they start practice on Sunday morning. Let's have the whoever, most tech team are behind the scenes and they don't want to talk. But if you've got some guy, you know, whether it be let them do the prayer or maybe read, you know, a quick scripture or something before it starts. So the, so everybody's kind of, Hey, we're together on this. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I love that answer. And so um, this is great because we're, we're stepping into this time this week of Thanksgiving and, it's so easy for us, even in the service, like what you said, to let little things get to us. But the more and more that, as what you said, we express thank you to one another, that spreads that good love to everyone. And then the church ultimately is being affected by that. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Well, um, Andrew, thanks so much, man, for uh, for being on today. Uh, can you tell us also um, a little bit about your company, DCR Media? So the DCR Media was founded by two brothers. One of them was a youth pastor, um, and they had a Christian band. They would go play D-Nows and just stuff like that, and people kept hiring them to do their events or come fix their sound system because their sound system was so much better. So they ultimately wound up one day, their tax guy was like, hey, um, you guys need to think about turning this actually into an organization because it's kind of getting to that point because they were just helping so many people and then over the course of about five years it turned into their full-time job and i met them about five years into it doing another uh youth community event um so from there we just we all share the same likeness Mm -hmm. and the same passion for serving the church not from a business standpoint but actually just you know, God's blessed us with media talents and we want to help the church grow. Sometimes whether the the church has a media director or not, they may not necessarily have access to the same experience that we do from a point because we've grown to the point now where we're doing about three Christian tours a year out of our shop. Yep. And then I do a lot of the sales and design side of it for helping churches with the install side. Cool. 
Um, but we can get them in contact with people to help them grow. Even as far as training is a big thing that we figured out because it's more than just putting in a new sound system. It's teaching you how to use that tool. Sure. Sure. You know, the army can get a brand new, whatchamacallit, but if you just give them the whatchamacallit, send them out, they're probably going to fail at it. They need training behind it. And training's a big deal. Yeah. If they're not trained to use the tools they have, you know, they're, they're, you're setting someone up for failure by Mm -hmm. giving them something that they don't know how to use. So we want to make sure that everybody is equipped to use those tools. Awesome. And there is, oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, whatever, even if it's, you know, bringing in, you know, people from, you know, bigger, you know, tours that have done, you know, massive lighting shows to help kind of teach theory of lighting or theory of directing video or, you know, how to shoot really good video testimonies, that kind of thing. That's, that's where we're trying to head is not so much on the, you know, here's a new sound system, but maybe you don't need a new sound system. Maybe we just need to help you guys grow Mm. as a, um, with the tools you already have. True. True. Love it. And what's the website? It's dcr-media.com. Awesome. dcr-media.com. Andrew Terrell, thank you so much for being with us today and serving us and helping us understand what it means to be unified and giving thanks to God as both media and music by being one worship team. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Loved it. You bet, man. Love having you. And guys, we are serious about training. We're serious about your development as worship media team, music team, and what you do within your church. Be sure to check out everything that we have to offer for you at worshipteentraining.com and also wttu.co. Be sure to check out DCR Media, in which you'll find Andrew Terrell there. And guys, remember, we are out for the rest of this week, so enjoy your trip to Pan. Okay, And also next week when we come back, be sure to catch our 11 a.m. Tuesday show. And don't miss the brand new Wednesday brown bag special with Matt McCoy and Luke Community. That's going to be a lot of fun. Followed up by Thursday show with Paul Pastor. Guys, guys, thank you so much. And we say happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Bless you and your church. Thank you so much for the encouragement that you give us, the encouragement that you and support that you share with us here at Worship Team Training, all of our socials. The messages that you send, everything. We are grateful for that. Thank you, uh, JCG1. What's up? Thank you for that. Um, all, fr- all of our friends, uh, Rossi and also Gord, of course, our very own member at WTCU. We appreciate you guys and thank you for helping us in this becoming what God has designed for worship team training and also our university. Be sure to check us out. Guys, thanks so much. And we'll see you back at the next worship team training and worship team training university show next Tuesday. God's blessings and see you soon. This has been a Worship Team Training Broadcast and Digital Production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com. For those of you who are still listening to the end of this podcast because you're expecting to find something, well, you just found it. Guess what? 
If you email me right now, I have two special things to give you. If you email me at Brannon at WTTU.co, that's B-R-A-N-O-N at WTTU.co, I will give you one free mentoring session just because you listened all the way through, and that's not all. The second gift I can give you is 50% off into our membership university. You'll get the full Transform membership half off if you go to WTTU.co slash join. That's J-O-I-N, WTTU.co slash J-O-I-N. Get it today. Thanks for listening to the very, very end. We hope that you enjoy it. Check out the free mentoring session and WTTU.co slash join for your half off membership. Love you and thank you so much for your attention.